Welcome to another episode of the You Can't Say That podcast, where we dive into things that you're thinking but nobody else is saying in the health and fitness industry. I'm your host, Joe. It's been a hot minute, and I think I've said that in every episode, but you know, life does move on, and I'm really glad to be back. Um, I am joined with a special guest, and I say that about every guest, but they're all very special. I've got Stephen, nutritionist, um, who also works in a health food store, but uh, alongside with Designer Physiques. Uh, how are you today, Stephen? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. good. Yeah. Um, and today we're going to talk about some, I guess, conversations that you have frequently based in where you work as mm -hmm. a nutritionist, um, and there's some really common misconceptions. And... I think most of it's going to be really just circulating around whether it's worth taking supplements and, you know, are supplements just for like those big burly blokes that take like pre-workout creatine and protein powder or are there actual benefits for, you know, like the everyday mum to be taking supplements mm. and, or is it just a hoax, you know, like, is it just like wasting money down the drain? So I guess that's where we're going with this conversation. I think you should stick around because I think you're going to have a lot of questions that are answered by Stephen and, you know, you probably haven't, you know, you might not have the courage to have been asking this from a nutritionist before. So this is where we're coming into play. So without further ado, Stephen, give us a little rundown about your history uh, as in like professional history, yeah. how you got into nutrition, um, what are your interest in that space? How I got into nutrition, uh, I look right back actually to my childhood and when I was young, I had no interest, way back. No interest. Yeah, like this is, this is way back, right? Okay. Um, and then it was my sister actually who mentioned this thing called Oxfam, Oxfam Trail Walker. So it's um, an event where you walk 100 kilometres across rocky terrain. And I think that sort of sparked an interest in, in there's something more in, in how to improve your um, performance, yeah, mm. physiology. Mm. Um, you could do things better with, with you know, supplements, protein and so on. So I went down that path and I actually started studying nutrition. That's, that, what, 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 that's what got me into, into um, that area. And um, I guess during that time, I was also battling my own, my own struggles. And I guess that also motivated me to, um, to um, get through that. So uh, fast forward to, to around now, or I guess uh, three years ago, um, I finished my degree, um, found a job at a health store and have been managing that ever since, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, so managing health food store, of course, you're going to get loads of people come in, ask you loads of different questions. Yeah. Um, one of the big things that I'm just going to hit it straight off the bat now. Yeah. yeah. Who would be benefiting from taking a protein powder? And I think one of the biggest misconceptions that come out of it is that, and fair enough, because like a lot of the pictures on those protein powder, like um, b buckets have like yeah. big muscly guy, um, you know, really like gym heavy focus. Yeah, yeah. Like that's the marketing that they're going for. But is there anyone else that would be benefiting from taking protein powder? Is it just for those like, you know, muscular gym going bros? It's not just for it. Um, I mean, the look of the tubs is, is definitely a marketing thing. Um, and it's just sort of the way the industry 
reflects that. And mm. like, I mean, yes, a lot of people who exercise and do bodybuilding and do weights, they benefit from it um, the most because there is more muscle breakdown, so their protein intake needs to be higher. Mm -hmm. But honestly, everyone benefits from protein powder. Um, you need it for hormone production, neurotransmitters, enzymes, it, you need it for your skin. It's, it's, it's the building block of your body, so everyone needs it. Mm. Um, I guess people who would need it more, uh, like vegans, vegetarians, mm. um, where protein intake is generally less. Um, and yeah, vegans and also um, pregnant women actually. Okay. Really need it. Yeah. And there's also another misconception that um, they're unsafe. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's where I want to go with that. So yeah, pregnant yeah. women, why pregnant women? And then why, again, around that, why is there this like fear of it being unsafe for them to be taking? It usually, one, it's labeled on the, on the, on the tub, um, which is actually a legal requirement. Mm -hmm. um, but it's also the sweeteners they use. Okay. So, um, I mean, even some of the natural sweeteners, they, they sort of, they try and, they speculate they could do harm. Um, and I think also the additives too, um, or what you don't know goes into it. Yeah. And I guess this is, it's kind of why that when you are pregnant, it's always good to look for a protein powder that's very transparent, mm. um, uses minimal sweeteners, even unflavored is usually the best. Um, not 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 the tastiest. But yeah, yes. not the tastiest. <laughs> um, not the tastiest. But um, sorry, you also asked. So what, why? why yeah, it? why would it be beneficial for a pregnant woman to be taking a, like a protein supplement? Oh, the, the main reason is the growing a small human yeah. and they're sort of giving their nutrients or like to, to the fetus. Mm. So they, not only are they supporting themselves, like supporting their own physiology, they're also supporting the yeah, little child inside of them. Yeah. So that's Have, the main reason. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen any like people firsthand or have they told you any difference that they've had like a woman that's come in decided to buy a protein powder that's pregnant and then like has have you gotten any feedback saying like I feel better or anything like that have you noticed any difference just in the field that you're working in not really for pregnant women okay no. well um, who like have you had any feedback from people that have gone from like not taking protein powder and then taking one and if they've noticed any like changes in their overall health probably my wife okay yeah how come what has she um, experienced well, she had the same misconception. Yeah. She, like, and she does it for every supplement. She picks it up and goes, oh, I can't have this. Mm. And protein was one of them. And I said, you can take it. You know, like, for example, um, I gave her a, um, a serve of the, the designer physique. Yeah. The pea protein. Yeah. And it's, it's just, it's just um, ground up peas. Mm. They, they do a natural flavour. Um, that's pretty much it. Yeah. And I said... Because she also had low energy, um, which is pretty common when you're pregnant. Yeah. Um, I guess the main difference that she found was was that she had a slight uptick in energy, um, 
And yeah, we had a healthy baby boy, so. Perfect. So, well, yeah. It did I something. <laughs> the proof is in the pudding. Yeah. Um, so, okay, as a nutritionist, how are you seeing, I guess, for people out there that might not know, like, what are the benefits of um, having adequate levels of protein or what, I guess, the dangers are or the side effects of having, like, not enough protein in your diet? What are we, like, what do people typically experience? I mean... There's a whole range of things because you because you you need um, amino acids, which is what protein's made up of. You need certain ones for you know hair strength mm -hmm. and your skin. So you can you, you can experience very brittle hair. You can actually experience skin conditions. Yeah. And another big one that most people don't know about, and this is um, sort of why I also highlight. Um, why vegans need it is you can get you can get a lot of nervous system related um, conditions. Mm, okay. It, it, it can. Um, it does take a while for that sort of thing to manifest yeah. because because your body your body is pretty smart. So if you're not eating enough protein, it's going to start breaking down muscle first and yeah. get those amino acids to to create hormones and amino acids. Mm -hmm. uh, amino acids, sorry, uh, enzymes. Yep. And neurotransmitters. But over time, you can you can notice an increased anxiety, or even you know tremors. Stuff yeah, like that. interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, would you say like on a smaller level? Because I used to I was vegan for yeah, yeah. three three and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I had a little bit of um, I guess health concerns around that yeah, near yeah. in the end that kind of pushed me back into eating or putting back animal products into my diet, yeah, yeah. along with some other things that were happening. But that was a big contributor. Yeah, yeah. Um, from like a lower scan, I didn't have any tremors or anything, yeah. but I feel like, um, and this could be just adding more animal fat for example, yeah, yeah. and stuff. But I've noticed that my, like, I guess my cognitive function is That's better. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that I'm just like Another a little... Benefit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So would you say like having protein, and I mean, like I'm not anti-vegan, vegan diet or yeah, having yeah. plant-based diets. I still opt for a plant-based protein powder. Yeah, like yeah. I often do. I don't know why. Yeah. I just have a preference, so personal. Yeah. yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Um, so... I guess in that sense, um, would you say like having adequate protein is also just like helpful in terms of like your cognitive function, just like your brain capacity, just to be able to like definitely, find yeah. those neurotransmitters like properly? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, sweet. Um, and it, it sort of comes back to your neurotransmitters. Yeah. You need, yeah. you know, like mood as well. Mm. Like, that was a big thing for me and I found there was so many dips because I guess like my... I feel like my your blood body's sugar trying to wasn't... balance itself yeah. constantly because it's trying to pull for your muscle and it's yep. yeah. it's not yeah yeah it's it, it needs protein and yeah it, it'll get it somewhere if it, you're not giving it the right amount yes you just... from your body from your like yeah. actual muscles yeah. hey yeah. um and I think like what was the biggest struggle is like I'm like yeah go um I am like extremely uh like uh, like I do a lot of movement and I like I do a lot of uh, like fitness based stuff. So I'm yeah, very yeah, active. Yeah. Um, and so on top of that, yeah, yeah. it was just like, I noticed that I wasn't you're until using I... more, like you're breaking more yes. down because your body's like, okay, you're doing all this exercise and you, mm. you're putting a lot of stress on your body. So it's gonna, it needs more. Yeah. yeah and that's where, that's where 
protein powder helps? Yeah, so if you were, um, so people that are listening that are maybe following a plant-based diet, because I know that it's like quite popular now, mm, um, yeah. even if they're not vegan per se, yeah. um, but they're also super active. I know like a lot of my listeners are people that are generally pretty into health and fitness anyway, so most likely quite active. They might be following a plant-based diet, what would you recommend? This is a little bit out, but it's technically still in the, the case of supplements. Yeah. Along with protein powder, what other things would you recommend someone that's following a plant-based diet that isn't getting like much animal product, if, or, if any, yeah, yeah. Um, in their diet? What other kind of supplements would you <clears throat> recommend? B12. Yeah, that's a big one, hey. B12 is a big one. Okay, so um, why? Like, I understand it's kind of for like your yeah, energy production <laughs> and you can't get it from your like readily available from like plant-based foods, yeah, yeah. Um, but why exactly would I be taking a B12? Like, I, all I know is, like, energy production and don't get it, like, adequately in plants. You, you actually need it for your nervous system. Okay. Again, it comes that's, back to that. It's, 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 yeah. it, and that's why, like, when I talk about protein, I tend to slowly bring it to amino acids because yeah. that's essentially what it what your, your nervous system uses to create all those mm -hmm. those little um, neurons to um, to fire properly. Yeah. Okay. So B12 is one. Another one that is generally pretty low is fish oil. Mm. Okay. And so this, this is how do we get around that? As like if someone is vegan or plant based and doesn't obviously want to take fish oil, is there a way around that? Yes. So you can get an algae sauce. Mm, okay. Um, yeah. Which you can get in a green powder. Hey, uh, okay. As long as it has an algae sauce. Okay. So um, spirulina or chlorella. Yep. yep. You've probably heard of them. Yep. Um, which go. is actually in, um, Designer Physique do a, a, a green boost. Yeah. And that's two of their main ingredients. Yeah, perfect. It, it's 100% vegan source of, it's quite high as well. Okay. If you go look it up, like, yeah. you wouldn't think that yep. a powdered supplement would have it in it but yeah yeah because you're really only taking like a tablespoon of it any yeah. time like how can it so would you say that like my i guess my concern or maybe other people's concern also is that like a fish oil my understanding is like that is like it encapsulates that perfect ratio of like fats right yeah, yeah um yeah. do you still get the same benefits from like an algae source is it the same kind of like does it absorb it the same way in the body there is there is speculation that mm. there isn't as much absorption. There's a lot of research that conflicts, and obviously there's okay. a whole lot of bias there. Yeah, it's really hard to to look at either oil and know which who's saying the right thing. Yep. Um, but I do know people who have who are vegan, and they have. They do use green powder every day and they do take protein. Yep. They do everything else. You know, I even sometimes recommend just a good B, like a good multivitamin, which yep. is also the green powder. Yeah. But you can also get, I won't mention any brands, but um, yeah, like a multivitamin can be a game changer as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, so, so coming back to that, um, mm. yeah, they've noticed that their cognitive function is quite well. You know, they've quite healthy so okay it must be working yeah there must absolutely. be some absorption yeah yeah um it's just that there's no like hard and fast evidence to say like there's no hard and fast answer in the end yeah um, and there's lots of like i guess conflicting research and i mean that's a lot about it's like a, a lot of things about right? everything mm. like 
it, it, it's all it's all based on the the um, the conversion of a, a, the, a the plant base to your um, your EPA and DHA, yeah. which is your yeah. It, that, that's the main thing where they're not sure that it the the conversion is actually that efficient. Yes. Yeah. Um, but again, yeah, I've looked at many studies and mm. you sort of you don't really know. We don't know. Mm. Um, Hundred percent. And uh, if there's gonna be a, if there's gonna be a source that vegans can use, you may as well use it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, it's better than not um, like taking anything at all. So it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. regardless, there's some kind of absorption happening. We just don't yeah. know whether it's the same rate as like an animal product. As an animal product yeah. Um, yeah. So as a like an athlete. <laughs> I don't know how I say that, but people that are like in a high performance sport. Um, you mentioned multivitamin. This yeah, is one yeah. of those one of those things that I haven't taken area. personally. Yeah. yeah. Though I am extremely active, and yeah. Yeah. I've seen other, I guess, like athletes or people in performance based sport recommend or have recommendations for multis. Why do you think that's the case? And also. Are there any, when, like, if I was to walk in and tell you, like, I train six times a week, yeah, twice yeah. a day sometimes, like, I burn through a lot of energy, like, high intensity, like, in a functional, yeah, like, yeah. CrossFit space and, like, other, st like, stuff around that, yeah. so quite intense. Um, on top of multivitamin, like, why is that good to be taking if I'm, like, expending so much energy? But also, what are your other recommendations in terms of supplements? Well, just touch on the multivitamin. So obviously, you can go to any store mm. and probably pick up a multivitamin for ten dollars, fifteen dollars, and I guess with that, you don't really know the quality of it. Yeah, uh, that's the that's the other thing. Hey, because I'm just like, there's so many like ready brands that I'm like, so sometimes many. they're just like half price at Woolworths. I'm like. How can this be better than me getting this like through like quality yeah, it's food? Yeah, like a practitioner and... label. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I find, yeah, one, it comes down to the ingredients they're using and we don't really know. Mm -hmm. um, and another thing is when you're looking for a multivitamin, I tend to recommend ones that are activated Okay. So you can get your activated B12 and yeah. B6. What's the difference? Like, why does that change things? What it essentially does is it... People have certain genes in their body and these pathways can be less efficient. You don't know. Like, you can get, you can get your genes tested and you can actually find that out. And then, then you know you should take one or you know you don't need to take one. But I tend to recommend it anyway mm. because it just takes that one extra step. Yeah. Out of the equation for yeah. your body. Yeah. Does it need to activate them? Yeah. That's okay. the way I describe it. Yep. Um, then again, it, does, and it also comes down to brands. Um, there's a few brands that I recommend because it doesn't only just provide you a few multivitamins, but it also has your minerals and a lot of all your like cofactors. Um, it's sort of like I describe multivitamins as like, I try to think of an analogy of how it plays into like your diet. Mm. So when you consume foods, um, because the soil quality in Australia isn't actually the best. Mm. Yeah, I've um, heard the same. But it's, yeah. a, it's a bit, yeah. Um, and I mean, even buying organic, one, it's expensive. It can be really expensive. And the nutrition quality is not there in, in whole foods. Um, and this is where multivitamins can 
fill in the gaps. Okay, yeah. Uh, especially when you're training, because you're using more, um, it's sort of like a top up as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this is also where, where a greens powder comes in because it's sort of like, it fills in the holes that you may miss through your diet. Yeah, okay, that yeah. makes a lot of sense. And yeah. I think, I guess like my major concern, I think people's other concern is that like I don't want to be just taking it like a multivitamin or a greens or whatever yeah, when yeah. like my diet's pretty good yeah, and yeah. also like am I just wasting just like weighing it out. So like the way that you've described it makes a lot of sense. Like it's just filling in the gaps yeah. for where I might be missing like areas in my like the, like diet quality and mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. the quality of the actual like vegetables that I'm consuming or yeah, the actual yeah. fruit that I'm consuming, like the actual nutritional content from mm -hmm. there just kind of gets a top up. Yeah. Um, why, how come like I, if I'm like people that are super active, mm -hmm. are we essentially just depleting those vitamins, minerals quicker than like the average person? Or like how does that mm. kind of go about? Like why, why do I need to have like a top up essentially? Well, when it comes to your B vitamins, mm. so a lot of them are water soluble. Okay. Uh, and the reason, I guess the reason why you pee them out is there are some some vitamins where you do hit your maximum and it, it has to pee it out and some you don't. Yeah. Actually, the, 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 the one vitamin that actually makes you urine yellow is riboflavin. Mm. And that last word, flavin, like flavour. Yeah. That's why, it, that, that makes it yellow. Okay, there you go. Um, but yeah. Fun fact. That is a fun fact. Yeah. I actually thought that the yeah, other day. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm just weighing it out, but yeah. it's just, okay. Now, see, you do yeah. still get it, yeah. um, but there's always going to be some that you will yeah. weigh out because yeah. they're water soluble. Your body doesn't store a lot of them. It has yeah. to get them out. Um, it can't leave them in the body. Yeah. It's not good for your body, actually, for mm. them to circulate in your bloodstream. Yeah. Um, and I guess you do need more because they're all used for energy. And think about think about exercise and movement, it's like all these contractions going and all that requires energy. Actually, your whole body requires energy. Your whole body requires ATP, uh, which is adenosine triphosphate, and that is the energy molecule. Like yeah. You need that. Yeah. Um, another big one that you, you, you use, I guess, when you're, when you're stressed, which is an exercise is a form of stress. Yes. Is zinc. Yeah. Um, Zinc turnover actually increases when you're under a state of stress. Okay. This is why chronic stress isn't good because yeah. zinc sort of, and that's that's how you notice athletes who don't look after their diet can get sick yep. easy because you need zinc for your immune system. Mm. Um, and again, that's why, like even a zinc supplement yep. is super beneficial. Yeah. It's like I take every day, it's just. Yeah, a that zinc. was also a recommendation to me is, is was a yeah. zinc. Um, but that's really interesting to yeah. like how you've mentioned it. So yeah. if you're like an athlete, athlete stack, quality multivitamin. Yep. Yeah. Zinc. Maybe zinc. Potentially zinc if you're yeah. under a lot of stress. And I think that it's worthwhile no, like mentioning that like people, like you're saying, exercise is stress. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. have to be like, I'm, oh, I'm stressed, you know, but it's like- Everything, it's, it's emotional stress. Yeah, emotional stress counts, but also like physical stress, your body doesn't know kind of the difference. No. Yeah, either, like they're both under attack, whether it's like, yeah. I'm having stresses at work, my relationship, or I'm hitting it hard at the gym, even yeah. that's supposed to be a stress relief, yeah. all of that contributes to that stress. So zinc could be a really good one, especially if you've got a lot of like, life stresses yeah, yeah. Um, as well on top of, yeah. yeah. Um, 
protein, like a quality protein powder, because obviously we're breaking down like muscle fibers like very rapidly in yeah, our yeah. training. Yeah. Any others? If you're like very high, like I guess like performance-based sport, want to improve your performance in the gym, etc., or whatever sport you're doing. You could do creatine. Yeah, yeah, I've heard. There's actually actually a lot of benefits now with 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 creatine, mm. um, sort of outside the muscle realm. Okay. And I've actually been I've actually been writing a review, a, a critical literature yep. review yep. on creatine. Yeah. And this is on depression, right? Okay. So, so creatine's usually used. It's usually paired of training, obviously, uh, and it's it helps with um, replenishment of ATP. So we talked about that. that. Yeah. So it sort of helps you lift harder, go uh, go further. You know, um, increase your performance, basically. Yep. Um, but it's also been studied um, in people with depression, where they have a um, a an energy deficit in the brain and they've looked at how creatine works in the brain mm. and it, it they haven't done it in compared to placebo because they usually do that it's they've usually done it they've usually done most of them with with antidepressants because it's sort of you can't do it by itself because you if they've got depression you've, you're under um it's um I'm based on the word now um it's, it's ethical I think yeah yeah um, yeah but most studies have actually just given people creatine and, and analysed the effects um, using um, using just looking at the brain. Mm. Yeah, and it, it, it's I'm sort of digressing here. No, but it's sort cool. of this um, is really interesting. <laughs> it um it's supposed to rebalance um, energy in the brain, That's, and and most yeah. of that, and they've, they've seen most of that. People who have an energy imbalance or deficit in the brain have been people with depression. Okay. So not only not only is it good for exercise, but yeah. it can but, help with it helps with mood and yeah. just cognitive function. That's really interesting because yeah. I guess like again, creatine is one of those ones that you put in the basket of like just like heavy lifting gym goers. Yeah. Like even I have been like, man, I don't really want to do to a creatine. Like, what do I need it for? I don't really need increased muscle. Like, I don't really yeah. care about That's that. But. Yeah. Yeah, there's all these other benefits that, and it's really cool to see that there's some space in like the mental health like realm and, and seeing yeah, yeah. the the benefits of just doing that. Um, on a like real flip side, so we talked pregnant women, we've talked athletes. Um, I want to talk about like older adults. Yeah, yeah. Because I think this is I also a really big yeah, <laughs> and that's the biggest misconception, and I think. Out of all the people that need a protein powder, yeah, it's, it's, it's I reckon, people older. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and so I guess like, do you get many seniors come in, and or mm. have you recommended a protein powder? And if not, why would you recommend like I guess a protein supplement or any other additional supplements to a senior citizen, and what kind of benefits would they experience from taking it? Well, first question: Have I ever? Had someone walk in that's old. Not really. Yeah, it's not the, really. The percentage a, is really low. For a health food shop, yeah, I agree. I think it's just like a very young, new age thing, and it's a little bit yeah. overwhelming to be honest. If you're an older person and you're like, why is there like? There's like activated. a wall of these supplements yeah. that, like, that have all these. Yes, all different. Yeah, it's yeah. hard to decipher. Yes, um, and usually they walk in, they're not looking for that. Like they're expecting 
Um, like you can get protein in like bags that look mm. not attractive, but yep. most stores don't stock that because yep. it's it's sports. Like protein is a it's a it's a it fits in the sports category. Exactly, it's the highest percentage of uh, people, people using it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So why would a like senior citizen benefit from having a protein powder? Well, as you actually get older, um, you can experience this thing called sarcopenia, which is um, it's um, your muscles sort of just um, like waste break away. Down. Waste yeah. away. That's yeah. It. Yeah. Um, muscle wasting. Mm. Um, and also your protein synthesis is, is a lot lower. Okay. Um, when you're older, so you actually need more protein. Mm. And I find that as people get older, because you've also got your stomach acid actually, like your enzyme production goes down too. Yeah. Um, they eat less. Yeah, so, and I guess like chewing, like like I guess like heavy meats, there's probably not as attractive, like not as appealing yep, at yep. that stage. So I think like, you know, like having a chocolate flavored, you know, protein powder with milk or whatever is like a huge dose of protein and yeah, it's super it's, easy to digest. It, or it sits heavy and then also because you need enzymes in, in, in the gut, you need pro proteolytic enzymes to break down protein. And they, again, old people tend to have less because the body just starts to not work as efficiently or maybe they haven't been looking after their body for a while and that's caused the enzyme capacity to drop. Mm -hmm. So, or they may walk into a health store and they may buy a whey protein powder because that's what they were recommended and they consume that and it gives them like severe gut problems. Maybe they've got a whey allergy um, and they don't know or it could mm. be enzymes and it puts them off. Yeah. Or like it's not for them. So there is, um, so even though like they need to increase their protein, it's also, I guess with elder, elderly people, you need to sort of assess how they handle the food as well. How do they handle the food? Yeah, yep. Um, but your short answer, they need it more probably. Mm. Like they, I, I sell a lot of protein to, to, to younger kids and they need it as well, mm. but yeah. flipping it around. They like, have such a benefit if you're an older adult having it, absolutely. Yeah. And I guess we covered it and we've touched on it a few times. It's really, I guess, important. I mean, we've talked about there's like multitude of benefits for a lot of different people to be supplementing onto their current diet. Um, provided that their actual diet right now is like relatively good and they have like covered the like fundamentals of like proper nutrition through whole foods, like enough water, adequate sleep, exercise yeah, yeah. or whatever, like all of those health markers. Um, but really I wanted to talk about, and we've touched it a few times, the importance of getting a quality supplement yeah, and yeah. really being mindful of the ingredients um, because they could like you were just saying about the way um, protein giving people digestive discomfort, mm -hmm. uh, it's not everyone. Like I'm happy oh, to take yeah, yeah. either or. Like I'm, I can take whey, but I know a lot of people that can't. Yeah, um, yeah. And I guess vice versa. Like even some people going for a vegan protein, um, and there's so many different vegan proteins. I notice hey, like blends and the blends of like you know cheaper products like having like more of the soy proteins is cheaper to put through is the filler and then other like gelatins and stuff that they're putting in like whey proteins to like add 
like, I guess, mm -hmm. fill up. Yeah. What should you be looking for in terms of quality, in terms of ingredients? And yeah, essentially, how do we go about best buying like the best possible supplement source? The one thing that I tell people to look for when they're looking for a protein powder, I mean, like, actually before that, like, there's a lot out there. Mm. There's a lot of blends and uh, like a lot of protein powder blends have a pretty big ticket price. And yes, they may use pretty good protein sources. Like, like for, for example, a lot of the plant blends now combine pea, um, pea rice, yep. like watermelon seed. Like they're getting mm, really crap. Watermelon seed. Yeah, I think, wow. it's, I think it's watermelon seed. Okay. Or yeah, watermelon and there's another one which I'm blanking on. Hemp. There's hemp protein. Oh, hemp, sorry. Yes, yeah. yep. Yeah, I like that big. one. Yep. Yeah, I really like the hemp one. Um, but I guess it comes down to what else they put in it. Okay. So um, I guess this is why I, I, I use Designer Physique as, as an example. Yeah. So they do three flavours uh, and on, on their label, let's use, let's use whey, for example. Mm. Let's use like a whey protein you know, concentrate. Yep. yep. Um, so they state when they, they um, so it comes from a, 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 a dairy source uh, and also the flavouring they use. So they only use natural flavourings, flavorings, mm. which is stated on the label. Mm. Uh, and they actually use, um, so a lot of natural flavours are like stevia. Yeah. And most people don't like stevia or they don't, they, there's a small percentage of people who don't like the aftertaste. Like, I, I, I've never tasted it. It's funny, hey, I don't mind. I know what they're talking about, though. There's this, like, oh, when you have stevia on its own, there's, like, this on little own, undertone yeah. afterward. But I'm so used to having stevia that I don't notice anymore. But if you're going from, like, sugar to stevia, then you notice a major, like, major difference. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, and then, um, yeah, you've got xylitol as well. Like, yeah. So, so, so stevia's... It's mainly stevia because stevia is a, a sweetener, whereas mm. xylitol is actually a sugar substitute. Mm. So you sort of do one for one as opposed to stevia, like a drop. It's really yep. strong. Yeah. Um, so designer physique actually use uh, thormatin. Okay. Which is like a, um, uh, I forget right, it's an African fruit. Oh, yeah. If I remember yep. correctly. Okay. Um, but it's got a really low, so it's, 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 it's sweeter than stevia, but it's, also got a really low safety profile, mm -hmm. and I looked at this. I look at the safety profile because if you if you look at um, synthetic sweeteners that a lot of protein powders use, they use things like sucralose, mm. um, and and we don't really know the long term effects of sucralose yet, but there is studies that show that it it can it can upset the balance in your gut. Yeah, I've heard this stuff, yeah. Which is super important, right? Because mm. if your gut if your gut's out and you're not producing the right enzymes to break down protein and you keep taking that protein powder with sucralose, you could be slowly imbalancing your gut and then and then maybe at a point you can't take the whey protein anymore because it causes you Gut stress. Yeah, interesting. So, hey. The sweetness is usually what I look for. Yep, okay. Um, uh, the other thing is a lot of, I guess, I, I'm, I'm also look at the synthetic brands, which, which um, 
which are generally cheaper because synthetic sweeteners are cheaper. Mm. Um, some do tend to not use 100% like whey. Yep. They'll tend to cut it with another source, which brings the cost down as well. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, you, um, you sort of don't know the implications of that either, uh, which is also why, coming back to pregnancy, mm. I tell people to avoid them. Yeah. Like, yes, it might be okay, but yep. we don't know. Yeah. We don't know the safety profile at all. And mm -hmm. in pregnancy, we don't know much really because you can't test on pregnant ladies. Of course. It's yeah. Ethical. Mm -hmm. um, Sorry, what was the question again? <laughs> um, and no, I think I you've think covered, covered it. it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, so it, yeah. like looking, main, mainly looking at the sweetener yeah, yeah. and then whether it's cut through with like the, yeah, the, the actual the protein additives. sources, yeah. the, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the additive stuff. Yeah. Okay, so I guess that's what we're really looking for in terms of your supplements, particularly around protein powders. But mm -hmm. what about things like when it's a little bit harder to gauge, so like a multi-B or like a zinc supplement or something that's like, you know, in a capsule form, how do I know that I'm getting like a quality zinc? And I know that you've, you mentioned the activated and that's probably a yeah, better source. Bees, yeah. yeah, so that comes to, yes. Yeah. Is there anything that I should be looking for, people should be looking for um, when they're looking at like capsule formed supplements like a multivitamin, like how do I know it's quality? Touching on capsules, I actually tend to recommend, if I can recommend a capsule, I will. Okay. And, oh, there's not many capsuled multivitamins because if it includes calcium, they have to, it has to be um, compacted into a, into mm -hmm. a sorry, compounded into yep. a tablet. Yep. Um, the reason why I do that is your body works less to extract the nutrients. Okay. Because it's, yeah. it's just a veggie or gel capsule yep. or it's yep. a gelatin. Yep. Whereas tablets, if your stomach acid isn't as isn't as strong, it's got to work hard to yeah, extract that. And yeah. there's a point where your body will have to empty out um, your stomach contents. Yeah. Um, so you might miss some of that. That's really interesting because I... So I take a magnesium powder and yeah. that's like a big one just for sleep. And I, again, comes down to like... Powder's really good. Yeah, yeah and I always fine when I because I kind of opt between the two like I'll go to capsule then next one powder but I always look forward to having the powder one yeah because yeah. I feel like I fall asleep like yeah. that and I feel like it works way faster but that makes yeah, a lot of sense because it, yeah. it doesn't have to like just spend so out, much time to break it down right just mm. taking out some of the roadblocks that your yeah. body just make it easier for your body can you get multivitamins that are in powder form you can you yeah. can wow. uh, I mean a greens powder is sort of yeah I was thinking it's, that mm. it sort of is um like it's as long as they use good quality sources, like spirulina, corella are really good. Yep. Um, uh, like barley grass is, a, is another good one. Um, but there are a few out there. Yep. Um, it's, you, you'll actually more find it in powder and tablets. Mm-hmm. It's another reason why when I recommend like a calcium supplement, I try to find a capsule because you recommend yeah. them to elderly and yes. stomach acid is low. For so sure. They don't get results until I switch them to like a, so I, 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 you can get a liquid. Yep. Calcium. Yep. And yeah, it's all just... Yeah. I, interesting. I, I suppose another thing with, with multivitamins, make sure they disclose this uh, excipients. Mm. So they're sort of things, they're sort of fillers. Uh, I think by law they have to. Okay. But it's always good to check on the, on the bottle. Yeah. So read the back, essentially, yeah. is a, like a big one. Um, yeah, and, and 
I think another thing, because um, a, a lot of, if you walk into a health shop, a lot of practitioners in a health shop will have their own brands that they like. Um, whereas you walk into a supermarket, it's really just yeah. there. Yeah. So I always recommend just ask. Yeah. Um, because they'll they'll have one. Yeah. They'll have a, a they'll usually have a good have that one that's a good quality. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, if you, I also recommend that strongly is like yeah. go to a health food just or something advice, and just yeah. ask the advice because generally they're all. Uh, like qualified in nutritional yeah. dietetics or something yeah. uh, or naturopathy or something that like they'll have a little bit more of an understanding than the average person yeah. but Coles they won't yeah at Coles they have no idea yeah <laughs> exactly um, so takeaway message is essentially supplements are worthwhile taking for most people mm -hmm. um, provided that they've got the you know the underpinnings of health like down pat so I guess it doesn't work as a band-aid if they're having shitty food and no. like not getting good sleep and have Sleep's really high big, stress. Yeah. 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 So I guess it kind of doesn't like <laughs> counteract any of that, but yeah. it helps definitely to improve all of those health markers if you're already working on those health markers already. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and pregnant people, pregnant women can Record, like benefit from a yep. quality protein powder. Older people can definitely benefit from a protein powder. Yep. And obviously vegans, vegetarians, and just people that are really like active all benefit from taking a yep. protein yep. powder. Really important to take or look at the quality of your proteins, and we've just totally discussed that. Um, anything, any final words that you have, Stephen? Any takeaway advice from a nutritionist out there to the universe? I think the main thing is when it comes to supplements, people can get people get so laser focused on 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 optimizing everything with supplements. And it is really good. Like I, I sort of I sort of call supplements as better living through science. Because we do have science now where we can we can go to a shop and buy green powder and fill in stuff we may miss out. Um, the biggest thing is, is is to not rely on it so much. Yeah. So it's always good to have balance and everything. Um, mainly, you know, sleep is big. Like uh, sleep will help. Like sleep will help with stress. Like it'll help. It'll it restores the nervous system, so you can cope with your day better. Mm. Use supplements in conjunction with your diet. So make sure your diet is there. Mm. I think the the last thing is don't be too strict. I think people can get really laser focused in the diet regime or supplement protocol and it becomes a stress as well. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You, it's it's important to also have lifestyle balance yep. and have fun. Work hard, not too much, you know, mm. sort of Yeah. They're all great things to to use and they really help. They will really, really help improve your performance. Mm. But you got to do everything else. In the balance of that all. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Perfect. Yeah. Stephen, is awesome to speak to you. Thank you. I'm hoping that people get a lot out of that because I definitely did. Um, you can catch all of uh, this on all major streaming platforms that you're probably listening through Spotify because that's the one that I mainly advertise through. But we'll catch you in the next episode. Cheers, guys.